I just feel like this is a dream come true to be able to be in the booth to speak the words that I wrote. As an actress, it's really fun to bring the real emotional life to the character, and I was able to do it. I feel like Debbie Reynolds would have been a dream narrator. I love that woman's voice so much. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet writer Cookie Hipponia Everman, actress Ali Stroker, and comedy writer and actor Rachel Winitsky. Discover how each of these children's book authors uniquely experienced what it was like to bring their written words to life in the recording booth. Enjoy. Aloha. This is Cookie Hipponia Everman, author of We Belong. I was inspired to write this book by my children. I am a big book nerd, and I kind of raised them to be big book nerds as well. So every time we would go to the library, we looked for books that they could see themselves in. And while there were a lot of Tagalog books in the Bellevue Public Library, which I appreciated, none of them quite hit for my kids in terms of them seeing themselves in the book. And so I heeded Toni Morrison's words that if there's a book that you want to read and you can't find it, then you must write it yourself. And I thought, all right, okay, Auntie Toni, I'm going to do it. So I did. I gather my inspiration from many different places. And this book in particular was inspired by Tagalog mythology And the Celestial Siblings mythology always fascinated me because the central story about Arao and Buan fighting to be the sun made me think that Buan was so fierce, Arao literally had to take her eye out at the final battle so he could win. Now, what would a fierce woman like that have been able to do? if she hadn't been handicapped by her brother. I really wanted to explore that, and I really wanted to explore the power that she had as the moon goddess, that she then has enough humility and enough confidence in her power that she thought, okay, well, I'll just be the one who reflects the light. I'll be the one who inspires poets. I'll be the one who controls the oceans. And I loved that because that's basically what all women have had to do. (laughs) Okay, this man is trying to keep me down. I'll figure out another way to shine my light. Here we go. Plan B. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be unbelievable. I didn't think that I would have the opportunity to narrate my own audiobook. And I am so thankful for the chance to do this. Christina Rooney, my amazing director, found randomly <laughs> one of my poetry readings online. And she asked me if I would like to have a chance at recording my own audiobook. And I jumped at the chance because, number one, I am a bit of a drama queen. (laughs) 
I, I've done theater off and on through my 46 years, and I love being on stage. I love performing. So in a way, I sort of put out a wish into the universe of like, ooh, if there's an audio book, I would love to narrate it. And lo and behold, the universe was like, oh, okay, sure, let's do it. And I just feel like this is a dream come true to be able to be in the booth and to speak the words that I wrote is unbelievable. I realized I had trouble pronouncing certain words that I didn't realize I had done a little bit of tongue twisting when writing the poems. Things like I put a set of alliterative words together. And as I was reading them, and I saw them on the iPad here, I thought, oh, Cookie, why did you do this to yourself? That's a lot of L words strung together. But okay, take two. Here we go. I'm excited that listeners will get to hear how the songs are sung in the book. I had the rare opportunity to showcase my maybe lack of singing talent (laughs) by singing these songs. But I sang them like a mother who is telling a story to her children and singing them bedtime songs would sing them. And so I hope I did at least that justice. As a poet, I'm fairly obsessed with songs and with music. When I draft my books, I also draft an original soundtrack. I make a little Spotify playlist of all of my songs that I want to listen to in order to get inspiration or that will inform certain scenes or certain memories in the book because our memories work that way. When we're trying to recall something Often, songs play a huge part in that, at least for me. So I'm excited for listeners to get a chance to maybe listen to my Spotify playlist that I made of what I call the We Belong original soundtrack. And if you are interested in listening to that playlist, you can go to Spotify and search for my name, Cookie Hipponia, and We Belong, and you should be able to find the Spotify playlist. And I hope that y'all maybe would be inspired by some of these songs to create your own art. If I wasn't the one recording my audiobook, I would have cast Miss Leia Salonga because she has a glorious voice, number one. Number two, she speaks Tagalog fluently, so she would have been able to pronounce all of the words correctly. And having grown up in the Philippines, she would have been familiar with the Tagalog mythology that I talk about in the book. And also, let's just face it, Leia Salonga would have sung those songs way better than I did. (laughs) The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Serafina and the Black Cloak by Robert Beatty. My kids and I listened to it on a road trip down to Portland. So it became the soundtrack to that road trip, and I still think about that very fondly. There are actually now four books, I believe, in the series, 
And we've only listened to the first book in the series on audiobook, but my kids still sort of refer to moments in the book that hit at certain times when we were driving that were like, oh, yeah, and then this part, we listened to the whole thing all at once because there was a big traffic jam. And I love memories like that. I love that that audiobook elicits that memory in my kids. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is the car. And my favorite place to read is the hammock. I like the sensation of kind of being a little bit weightless And it helps me to be transported even more into the world of this book because I'm swinging along in my hammock and there's this book in front of me and I can kind of imagine that the hammock with this movement is taking me to wherever this book is set and it just puts me right into that book's universe. And I love that. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. For as long as I can remember, children in my family have asked this of every mother in my family. Mama, tell us a story. Tonight, as they do every night, my children ask it of me. Some mothers, daughters, and sisters sew, paint, or cook their stories. My mothers and I sing ours. This is Allie Stroker, co-author of The Chance to Fly with Stacey Davidowitz. I wrote this book with Stacey Davidowitz because she came to me three years ago on Valentine's Day and asked me if she could interview me about a character she was creating in a wheelchair. And I asked her, what if that character was in a wheelchair and what if I wrote it with you? And she said, Are you serious? And I said, yes. And that was the beginning of our collaboration on The Chance to Fly. I was inspired by my own experiences growing up in a wheelchair and doing theater and by all the questions that Stacy would ask me when we were working on each part of the book. Her story is included in this as well and her experiences doing theater growing up. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be incredible. I realized when recording the audiobook that there wasn't one word that I had trouble with, but sometimes certain words together felt really hard to get out of my mouth. And man, there are a lot of words to get right. The part of the narration that I am most proud of is the emotional sections of the book, the parts when I was really able to connect to what was happening with Nat, our main character. As an actress, it's really fun to bring the real emotional life to the character, and I was able to do it. And I'm really excited that the listeners will hear me sing a little bit on this audiobook. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast first choice Stacey Davidowitz, my writing partner, because this is her book too, and I would love, love to hear her voice on this. And my second choice would be Scarlett Johansson, because I love her speaking voice. 
The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Sitting Pretty by Rebecca Tossig, and she is a disabled writer, and I had the chance to meet her over Zoom over the past few months, and I just loved her book and identified with so much of it. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is my car. I love listening to audiobooks while I drive, and I've done some really long drives over the past year, and it's been so fun to have a book read to me while I'm on the road. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. The Beacon family was dominating the license plate game. They'd been playing for six days straight, but with a twist, spotting plates from states where famous musicals were set got double the points. Nat's spotting of the Oklahoma plate had pushed her family's total score over 30, and so, as they discussed, they'd reward themselves with dessert for dinner. Nat would definitely have to remind her parents about that. Hello, this is Rachel Winitsky, and I just recorded the audiobooks for two out of four books that I wrote with my husband. The books were Good Dogs and a Bad Day and Good Dogs with Bad Haircuts. We are huge dog fans, big dog people, and we both grew up with dogs The first book, Good Dogs on a Bad Day, is about a bunch of very well-behaved dogs that decide to behave poorly for one day so they can try to live a little. That was obviously very charming to us. We both have comedy TV writing backgrounds, so we are excited to bring that to children's books. And then it turned into a four-book series, and we just kept writing. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, I want to say it was fun, but I also want to say it was frustrating because of pandemic times and being in a home studio that's just a bunch of blankets piled up all around me. And recording from home meant pausing constantly because of construction, because of rain, because of people outside having conversations, because of dogs in the neighborhood saying hello to one another. So if anything, it gave me a a real appreciation for the people who professionally record sound and audio. A word or phrase I realized I didn't know how to pronounce. I think that at the very beginning of the book in the introduction, there was an LTD and I stopped and said, wait, that's limited, right? (laughs) Because it's something I had just seen so many times and had never actually had to read out loud and had a real idiot moment of being like, maybe I've had that wrong in my head this whole time. I think the thing that was most exciting about this book is that it's for kids and there are so many different characters and they're all dogs and they have really silly voices. And it was really fun to do all the voices and I'm excited for people to hear that. There also is a very epic scene where a bunch of cats have a rap battle. And when we were writing the raps, I wasn't thinking that I was also going to be reading them, so I very much sort of pranked myself, which is something that I have not often had the chance to do. (laughs) It was a lot harder than I was expecting. Yeah, if I hadn't recorded this audiobook, I feel like Debbie Reynolds would have been a dream narrator. I love that woman's voice so much. Also, Angela Bassett has done a lot of 
voiceover stuff lately, and her voice is so soothing. I could listen to anything that she narrated. So maybe books three and four will get her to do. Or, I don't know, maybe we'll resurrect Debbie Reynolds. You know, anything is possible. I do listen to audiobooks. I usually listen to them on car rides. That seems to be the place where I find them needed the most, a long car ride when you want something to help pass the time. I recently listened to The Westing Game. It's a book that my husband loved when he was a kid, and I had never read it. It's a very visual book, and it was very interesting listening to the audiobook because, you know, it's a puzzle book. It was written to have readers, like, figuring visual clues out along the way, and so I thought it was really interesting to listen to, and I thought it was very well done. Well done enough that I Googled the narrator to see what her deal was and found that she, rightfully, has won awards for her narrations. And now, here's a clip from my audiobook. Grass, dirt, trash can, stick, grass, trash, human leg. King had a lot of favorite things, and the park was home to most of them. He darted around excitedly, smelling the familiar smells, then stopped suddenly in his tracks. A leaf! Leaf! Look at this leaf! Check it out! A leaf! King wagged his tail wildly as he shouted to Lulu and Hugo. He knew that the humans in the dog run just heard a series of excited barks and yelps, but his friends understood. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.